0: Welcome to the Hobby Tussle Podcast. I'm Gemma.
1: And I'm Candice. This is the podcast for creatives run by two fellow business owners who discuss the ups and downs of creative entrepreneurship.
0: From dealing with imposter syndrome to celebrating new business milestones, we're here to talk about all of them with you. Hi, and welcome back to the Hobby Tussle Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about what to do when you can't do anything, you just are struggling to focus, despite the best intentions for the day, it's just not happening. And this happens to me a bit more than I I would like to admit, despite being like a keen organiser. Sometimes you just don't have the energy, you don't have the motivation. And today we're going to be talking about things you can do instead of just sitting at your desk, staring at the screen. (laughs) So (laughs) Candice, how often does this happen to you where you sit down for the day and you think,
1: I can't I just am struggling to focus. Honestly, in recent times, I would say in the last six months, it's happening at least once a week. It's either I'm staring at my monitor or I'm packing an order and I'm just like frozen. And then in the blink of an eye, I'm like, wow, I just sat there for 20 minutes doing nothing. This order is still not packed. That's when I'm losing focus or know that I'm losing focus.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I would say it happens about once a week to me as well. And it definitely depends on my energy levels, like whether I'm sleeping very well or not, because obviously, the more tired you are, (laughs) the more difficult it's going to be. But we have a bunch of suggestions today, and some of them are low energy tasks. So even if you have low energy, that's fine. We have some suggestions that will work for you. So the first idea that we have is to journal. So journaling is a great way to kind of process what's on your mind. And I often do something called brain downloading, where I just write down everything that's on my mind. And then I separate what I've written down into a feeling or an action. Because a lot of the time, the stuff that's cluttering your head is things like, I'm really thirsty, or I'm really tired, or oh, I need to message that person back. Oh, and that person back. Oh, and I forgot to do this. There's a load (laughs) of things going around in your head that you are not even aware of until you journal and you write all this stuff down. And it's, yeah, it's clearing your brain (laughs) in the best way possible. And I think writing down whether something's a feeling or action is like that next step of understanding what's going on. Because yeah. if, it, if it's a feeling, you know, it, it's likely to pass. It may just mean that today is not a day for you to be working on a high energy task. Um, if it's an action that's been niggling at you, you could work on that first. So yeah, this is a helpful tool.
1: Yeah, it's like mind dumping and it, for a lot of people who feel overwhelmed or anxious and one way that I describe it when this happens to me is imagine if I close my eyes and I have all these thoughts and scenarios running through my head, I can't even grasp a single phrase because it's intangible. It's all happening in my head. I think writing it down makes it at least a little bit more tangible and I can see all the things that I am feeling or thinking, and then it makes it easier for me to tackle the problem that I'm dealing with. And sometimes when I write it down, I can see the one thing that's like really bothering me. Or sometimes, yeah, same thing happens. I just write it all down and I feel generally better, even though if I don't know what my next thing should be, because I just might be exhausted.
0: Yeah. Another thing that you can do when you're struggling to focus is to clean your space. So it's likely this may be your desk in front of you, whatever is around you when you're working. So I struggle to focus when it's a mess around me and... I do it. You okay, Candace?
1: Every time you, every time this, me- I just look behind me and I can see the mess. That's why I'm like, yeah.
0: <laughs> but does it make it hard for you to focus or are you just used to it?
1: <laughs> oh, 100%. No, no, no. Every time I see it and I know I need to use that desk, it's, it not only clutters literally, it clutters my head. Yeah. So it, you are right at this point. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think it
0: does. And for me, throughout the week, because obviously we're, we're cleaning somewhat throughout the week but we do a weekly tidy every week putting everything away the desk or our desk because mine is shared with my partner it gets so cluttered throughout the week like with bits of paper and just random stuff throughout the week that by the end of the week it starts to get more cluttered and I get more frazzled but it doesn't have to just refer to your desk. It may be something else that's kind of bothering you that, you know, maybe your pile of washing or laundry is a mile high and it's niggling at you that you need to do that washing and you can't focus because actually there's something cleaning wise that you need to do. So this is about just tidying your space and, as a result kind of tidying your mind as well because yeah you're clearing up around you and you feel so much better for it
1: yeah because i know when i'm mentally down i i cannot focus on any of the work that i need to do because it's so cluttered everywhere but i also do understand that when this does happen a lot of people also go like well i can't even proceed to start cleaning and I think that that's okay but at least identifying the issue is uh good and you don't have to push yourself too hard but you can try you know cleaning a little bit and just giving yourself a pat on the back for that for me if I'm way too cluttered like what Gemma can see right behind me and I haven't touched it because I'm scared of touching it I'm scared of touching it because I feel like I'm going to get overwhelmed. Let me clarify that. It's not that I don't want to clean. It's that every time I am facing the clutter, I do feel like a doom and gloom. So I've been practicing having just one bag and throwing away whatever can fit in this bag and then call it a day. Like if you have a mess of like, let's say a thousand objects, just work on 10 of them and then... That's one task done. I, I think that would be better than focusing on the big, because like, we're talking about focus, right? I think that would be better than focusing on a thousand things. Focusing on 10 things that you can clean up would be much easier for you to handle, especially if you're exhausted.
0: Yeah, you you don't have to clean your whole house. Because <laughs> uh, mm-hmm, exactly. when you're struggling to focus, it may be that you have low energy. But maybe just the one thing that's like particularly niggling at you um, yeah, exactly. will make you feel a lot better.
1: If people don't know where to start, I would say focus on the rooms that, if especially if you work from home, even if you work in an office, focus on the spots that you know you interact with the most. So for me, that would be my desk space. Gemma's is also probably her desk space. Then my second biggest room that I interact with would be my kitchen. So sometimes I might just declutter my countertop And then just call it a day and when I even if I come back into my office and it's a mess I just generally feel good that I I'm like yep got one thing done so technically I can rest now
0: (laughs) yeah and and sometimes you know although you're struggling to focus on work you do have the energy to do something in which case do clean your whole house if you have the energy to do that right Some, some days I do have that where my brain just isn't in work mode but I have the energy to clean and I may listen to an audiobook or a podcast and yeah just crack on. So speaking kind of more on the cleaning theme another thing that you could do is clean your digital space. So this is something that bothers me a lot <laughs> is my digital space because it's something that can become really quickly cluttered. The thing that stands out for me the most is Canva. So I use Canva every day, basically. I use it so much, but things get such a mess so quickly. It, it It's a shambles. Like I hate opening the homepage because <laughs> it's horrible and I never know where anything is. So if you have something like that that kind of bothers you when you see it and would make your work days easier by having that organized and that could be something kind of fun to work on i don't not fun fun but like satisfying is what i mean you know you get the satisfaction of cleaning something that's been bothering you for ages so yeah yeah, something like canva it could be your folders it could be renaming files
1: oh yeah that's important because i have so many artwork that just says untitled artwork one untitled artwork two xyz Yeah, so that's renaming your files is such a small thing, but it's actually so satisfying once you finish it,
0: and it makes such a big difference. Like it speeds things up when you when you need them. So I learned how. <laughs> that's, that sounds like something Callum would say. Um, just use the search function, Gemma.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> but
0: if if it's named like file number one, you're not going to find it in the search bar. No,
1: you're not. <laughs> yeah, that's why. I...
0: <laughs> um, so I learned a tip in like the last month that I am super excited by, and that is the fact that you can rename all the files in a single folder in one go. So you might be like, yeah, Gemma, this is obvious, but I didn't know that there's a shortcut you can use. So once you name one and press enter, it renames every file in that folder. So say for example, if I have a hundred pictures of workshops and they're all named super random stuff that makes them hard to find, I could use this shortcut and type workshop picture, enter and then they're all named workshop picture like workshop picture one two three four and it oh it's really helpful
1: Wait, so how do you do that
0: i can't remember off the top of my head i have to google it each time because <laughs> it's something that is new to me but if you google how to rename all files in a folder it is something that can be done <laughs>
1: okay great because people that are more savvy will probably be like so you've
0: just discovered Control c like (laughs) (laughs) um yeah that's a quick tip for you
1: for those of you who use cricket or silhouette you'll understand my pain when you need to reuse something like a background and if you don't have it named or whatever then it's like you're gg you have to you're gonna have to look through all those photos there was this one time where i noticed that i needed to fix an Fix like an artwork or something on Cricut. And then I looked up by my serial code because I have serial codes for my planner stickers and I looked up like K35 or something and K35 didn't exist. And I was like, OK, so it exists in the project, but I didn't name it K35. So I looked up the word kit and nothing popped up again. And I'm like, please don't tell me I left it as untitled artwork. So I looked up untitled artwork and literally over 105 images showed up. And I'm like, fantastic.
0: This yeah. Is,
1: this is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Um, so that's when I noticed that, like, you know, that that could be a problem. So cleaning your digital space is very important, but it could also be, it could have been prevented had I just took a little bit more time next time to redo it, which goes into our next point, which is planning. For me, if I just planned ahead, like, oh, today I'm gonna to upload these things and then wrote in my plan what those names were, this would not have happened, but I didn't do that. Gemma loves planning, so I'm just gonna let this take, uh, let her take over this conversation.
0: <laughs> so what you can do when you're struggling to focus is a, create a year-long plan of everything you want to do <laughs> with <tons laughs> of assumptions. No, but planning can... It's almost similar to like the brain download where like things that are on your mind that you want to be doing, those can all go into your plan and you can can kind of plan when you want to do them. So yeah, it may just be as simple as I'm not getting today done, when am I gonna do this and what does my next week or two look like to kind of reorganize stuff right. around your motivation. Planning for me normally goes quite in-depth because I love planning, as Candace said. Um, but it definitely doesn't have to be super sophisticated. It can just be a simple plan of what you want to do for that week, that month, or even that year. That's going to be such a flat like note of me singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you could plan. If you're struggling to focus on action something, planning is an alternative.
1: Yeah, because you could do it any time.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like even if you're saying planning for the year and let's say it's March, you can just plan for the rest of the year, which is why like all of these things that we're suggesting, you can do it any time. Even if you're a routine person and let's say you lost focus, you can technically plan if we're halfway through the week, you're like, you know, I'm just going to plan for the rest of my day or I'm going to plan for next week. And if your plans change next week, you can just plan on the Monday. Like it, can, you can do these anytime, which is why I kind of like these suggestions.
0: Then another thing you could be working on is admin. Now don't get too excited. <laughs> but <laughs> admin, again, can be quite a low focus activity. So it could be going on your website and just checking your links work. And that is so important because I've been caught out by that a lot. <laughs> and I'd like to <laughs> say, I've gotten better at it and learned from my mistakes, but no, I haven't. I found out yesterday I'd been incorrectly linking one of my memberships. So people who were interested were getting the, this is closed for enrollment page, which is so frustrating because <laughs> I've been trying to push my memberships. So if you're listening and you've come across that, that is now fixed on my website.
1: <laughs> Go check it out. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, And I was caught out before with links when... You know this big six-month course I created called the Calligraphy Confidence course? Yeah. Um. It it did well when I launched it, and then there were, like, no sales for ages, and I realized that the link was broken on my website.
1: And Fantastic.
0: <laughs> that had been wrong for six months. Like Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, it was very frustrating. So, yeah, admin, it doesn't require loads of, like, Brain power, but it can be really helpful for your business still so another kind of admin task you could be doing is finances so it doesn't have to be for like finance stuff that requires brain power it could just be like uploading receipts or just looking at how much you made that month or yeah it could be anything to do with that Um, I try to do that like once a month and it tends to be on an afternoon where I can't be bothered to do anything else
1: (laughs) yeah like I would say if you were making a budgeting plan for admin uh that takes up more energy but reviewing a budgeting plan takes in my perspective a little bit less energy and it also makes you a little bit more aware because creating a budget is more looking into the future reviewing your budget is more looking into what has actually happened already so that's something that you guys can do like I I know this is overlooked and with someone who has a finance background like myself, this is definitely one of the things that is always overlooked. In my previous job, a lot of the times it was my job to help people understand their finances a little bit more. So I would actually review finances with people and it shocked a lot of people. My sister recently, well not recently, but over the couple years, my sister also realized like you know, I'm a person with finance background, so she's gonna ask me to review. And but she doesn't really have the skill; like, she doesn't know what she's looking for. Something as simple as actually opening up your bank account and looking at what has been spent and categorize that is pretty low effort because it's kind of like just data entry. And some people don't realize how much money they spent on like Starbucks, or how much they spend on this other like subscription thing, and like in a blink of an eye they'd be like, Kenneth, I spent $200 this month on coffee, like going out for coffee. And I'm like, Mm mm-hmm, because it's so, these microtransactions just happen. And they're like, those, that $200 could have saved me so much trouble. Cause like my car broke down or or whatever. I'm like, it, it's not their fault. It's just how our society works with all these microtransactions now. But, yeah it it's important for people to actually sit down and take a look and it's pretty low energy in my perspective at least
0: so i've heard that it's really important to check your banks regularly just make sure there's nothing yes. that you're unfamiliar with as well because i've heard that yes. fordsters might take like a penny or yes. a pound and you may not mm-hmm. question that but then that's them testing if it's called
1: testing yeah
0: It's actually called testing, is
1: it? Yeah. It's them testing. Yeah. So basically what they do is on a regular basis on a, on a, on the same day, usually they take out, uh, like anything below $25 yeah, and they'll test it for about three months usually. And then one day it'd be like $5,000, but you would never notice. They're testing whether or not you even see it. So it can happen over once a week. It can happen over once a month. And then, you know, six months later, Bam. Because they, if you don't, in Canada, at least, if you don't, or at least from what I know, if you don't check your bank statements and it's over 90 days, there's nothing we can do. Um, oh. Usually, yeah. usually. Uh, But you can still file a report. Whether or not the onus is on you and whether or not the bank gives you back the money, that's a completely different conversation. But it's, when you signed the acknowledgement, it says anything over 90 days.
0: Yeah. So check your bank statements Mm -hmm. and that doesn't take that much for you to look through and go, oh, I know what that is. I know what that is. I know what that is. Yeah.
1: Especially as a business, you're spending, you're interacting with so many companies. So your credit card information is like pretty out there compared to someone who just goes to work and possibly goes home and you know, that repeated cycle, they're not interacting with as many companies possibly. So I think that's a pretty low energy thing, but also an extremely crucial thing.
0: Yeah. Another yeah. thing as well is to set up two-factor authentication on banking and PayPal. So a few years ago, um, like I was at my desk next to Callum's like computer, and he comes over and he's like, Oh my god. And I'm like, What? <laughs> and he switched the computer off at the main. So I'm like are you okay and he was like someone had hacked my computer did you not say and i'm like what and he'd come back from being away from his desk and someone had gone onto paypal and bought a bunch of vouchers from the paypal account they'd spent i think it was like two and a half thousand pounds on vouchers in a foreign in a foreign like currency um mm-hmm. and PayPal was saying they weren't responsible. The bank was saying they weren't responsible. It was just a real headache to deal with. And we did get the money back, but now it has taught me to have two-factor authentication for anything like that. And also to lock your monitor anytime you step away.
1: Yeah. So these are like, I know Gemma and I kind of went on a tangent, but it's actually such a lifesaver and a headache saver that every single day passes by, and if you're struggling to focus, just uh, not just finances, maybe just check your security, mm. your emails, check your, Update your everything's passwords. up to date, updates. Yeah, yeah. For for me, maybe something that is like an administrative thing that I, I would be like, oh, it's okay, I'll do it eventually, but then I never got to it because we're so busy. So on days where you can't focus, perhaps you can have a. A little list, like if you have a little list, sorry. Just check and see what things that you've kind of missed. So yeah.
0: Cool. And then another thing you can do when you're struggling to focus is to start work on a one-day project. So me and Candice have talked about one day projects before and she thought I meant projects you can do in one day. (laughs) But what I meant (laughs) is projects that you've been meaning to do one day, one day and then you've been putting it off because you just haven't had time to get around to it so what is a project that's been on your mind for ages that you would love to work on um like an example of this is like publishing a book that is a one-day project a very big one but it may be something people have on their minds and when you're struggling to focus it might be nice to work on a project that excites you and you know you don't have to write a novel <laughs> but you could make notes of what you would want that novel to include or any ideas you have around that idea
1: so yeah, so a, something so basically what i thought it was yes something that you can finish in one day but it, another that you thing that you can say is like this is my i will do this eventually kind of thing right right okay got or it or like a
0: dream project
1: Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: dream is quite a strong word but um, a one day project for me for example is to organize some big event for calligraphers like some big kind of community event or collaboration or in person meeting I have no idea what that would look like so that could be something I could work on if I was working on a one day project
1: right so it's like a future yeah okay for me I think it would be yeah probably a networking event or hosting a something or maybe even just work on a big animation project
0: okay and then another thing you could do when you're struggling to focus is rest i know (laughs) this is a foreign concept to a lot of us but you're allowed (laughs) to step away from your desk and not do anything um i give you permission to get back in your pajamas, <laughs> grab a blanket and watch a film <laughs> and not do anything. Like, it is completely fine if you're struggling to focus to just chill out. I know, I know. Who would have thought you'd be allowed? But we're allowing
1: it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard because then even on the days where I genuinely cannot focus and I, I know I can't because I've gotten nothing done in the last hour and I've sat at my computer already, everything turned on and there's literally no function. I would actually tell Will, I'm like, I can't focus at all today. Like, I'm I'm really struggling. I don't know what's wrong, but I just can't focus. And then he would just, he would actually just message me going like, it's okay, just rest today. Take today as a rest day. And I'm like, the audacity of you, (laughs) (laughs) worst husband ever. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's. It's kind of like one of those moments where you're just like, I don't deserve the rest, especially since I've gotten nothing done. And then he goes like, that is like the dumbest logic I've heard of. He doesn't mean it like that, but he, it, it also does make sense. Because he's like, if you can't focus, that means the work that you're producing is already not going to be on your regular stand, like to your personal standard. And then you're just going to get upset. Like your future you going to hate you because blah, 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 blah. So he's like, just rest like that's fine if you wanna like that's the he's like that's the benefit of you working from home or like working on your own business you can actually just get up and lay down he's like because I would why would you not take up that opportunity I'm like oh okay I'm not good at resting Gemma's actually probably better at resting than I am
0: I'm, I'm still not amazing but I would say yeah maybe a little bit better
1: hmm yeah it um, is a skill i think
0: yeah i i think yeah it's something you have to push yourself to do but once you do it you actually look forward to that rest so i've been really trying to push myself to have saturdays off with the exceptional weeks i have workshops in which case i would take another day off but when i first started doing that i really struggled like it genuinely felt uncomfortable. then once I got past that discomfort I started to enjoy myself and actually relax (laughs) and then I found myself on Friday looking forward to having a day off um so definitely rest up and something I want to say as well is that you don't necessarily have to take the whole day off you could also just take a couple of hours to chill and just kind of reset so for me for example I video game a lot and I don't have loads of willpower so if I sit down at my computer and that game is kind of calling to me and I want to play it but I'm trying to push myself to work it's so much easier for me to play that game first and almost get out of my system like have yeah. a couple of hours having fun and then I'm like huh, oh, I feel satisfied okay mm-hmm. now I feel re-energized to do a bit of work
1: yeah, for me, that game usually is. If I'm losing focus and I just want to have a quick game, I thought that Minecraft or Stardew Valley or Dinkum would be a good game. Sorry, these are not hashtag ads, but I'm just saying, these games are pretty low energy, and I thought that that would be good. But I end up getting so like it's not enough activity for me to for me personally to get rid of that feeling because i'm i'm playing the game but since it's so relaxed my brain goes like "Mm, you should be working so i'm like dang one game that i play is valorant which is high adrenaline high intensity and then once that's out of my system i'm like okay i need i need to chill and my work is more chill so i'm gonna i'm gonna stop playing this game and continue
0: yeah see i've actually been playing minecraft the last like couple of weeks and i've been having Mm. lots of fun Callum always makes fun of my house design which is super mean but to be fair i build the same house every time you would judge it as well canvas it's basically it's basically a rectangle but it's not about the design it's about me having fun exactly <laughs> exactly it takes me a long time to kind of build my little area but for it me it's like an unwinding task so I was playing it today and I'm like, oh, I'll I'll build the little farm area or I'll do this in this day of the game. Yeah, it helps me switch off. So we'll move on because not everyone cares about video gaming. Um, (laughs) So another thing that you could be doing if you're struggling to focus is to create art. Now, (laughs) we're artists, surprise, we're recommending to create art, but it's very easy when you get caught up in day-to-day business stuff to not actually create. So since starting calligraphy, I've kept all of my calligraphy work pretty much, and I put it into folders and a folder represents a year. So 2018, I had a big folder, 2019, 2020, 2021, And then 2022 started to get a bit smaller. And then 2023, there was hardly anything. And that's quite sad. Like, it's something that I used to love doing. And I used to sit down and create calligraphy a lot. But now I don't. (laughs) And it's something I want to do more of. Um, And even though I associate calligraphy with work, and I'm not as enticed to create that as much, I still really enjoy watercolor painting. So that for me would be a nice distraction Um, and something else I could do to have fun.
1: Yeah, I think what I do is painting with acrylic paint. I can't paint to save my life. Like I honestly cannot paint for shit, but it's quite nice working with a different media. And I just, okay, this kind of sounds kind of TMI, but I kind of like playing with like the what? Acrylic. I like the little sloshy sounds that it makes, like a squishy sounds. So it's more of a sensory kind of thing for yeah. me. Yeah.
0: I like mixing colours. That's yeah, that's a yeah. huge satisfaction
1: mm-hmm. for me. Yeah.
0: And I also cannot like draw or paint realistic things. And actually I try to stay away from trying to draw realistic things because I find myself getting more frustrated than relaxed. So yeah. when I say I watercolour paint, I literally draw different blobs and yeah, rectangles same. and i add sparkly metallic watercolor as well and i just have fun putting paint on the paper rather than yeah. thinking too much about what i'm creating
1: or i have what i do is i have a square paint paintbrush and i have a little card thing and the top will be blue i'm i try to make different gradients So then that's kind of technically mixing the paints together and I get to just brush back and forth and it completely fills the canvas and that's what I like doing. So that's still technically art. Anything that you want to say is art is technically art. We just want you to have fun and have it consume you in a way where you're not thinking about work anymore. Yeah. Just doing something fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which brings us on to our next point is to do something fun, (laughs) but in relation to your business. So if you're struggling to focus on your to-do list, try another business activity that you usually enjoy doing. And that is relative because you have different interests to us, for example. Something I have fun doing is planning. Like I get satisfaction out of that and I also really enjoy writing blog posts so Candace, what is your fun but fun business activity
1: so fun fact Gemma has asked me this question in the last two years at least 10 times and every single time she asks me this question I have nothing to answer and that genuinely means I am not really aligned <laughs> but I think if I were to say what's the one task I can do without any complaints mentally would be probably drawing a whole new artwork or something with typing. So maybe typing up a a story of Kent and Dino would be something that I would have more fun with and then creating the illustration. So I guess story writing or storyboarding now, because with animation, I found that it's actually quite fun drawing the storyboard. Um, It would just be literally a canvas and I would have like 12, squares and the story kind of goes through and helps me with planning how the actions should occur. So that's something I can do now.
0: Yeah. So what we're saying is the fun business activity is dependent on you. So whatever that is, you probably know it already. Um, And yeah, go do that. (laughs) Another idea we have is to step away from your desk so
1: literally Mm -hmm.
0: literally step away from your desk and go somewhere else it doesn't have to be far it can just be to a different room of your house so when I'm struggling to focus sometimes I just grab my laptop or my notebook and I go downstairs and I either sit on the sofa or I sit at my kitchen workspace so there's something about just removing yourself from your day-to-day space that is quite freeing and you feel I don't know kind of revitalized in a tiny way because you're just in a new environment and that can sometimes re-energize you
1: yeah definitely I typically go to my couch or my dinner table to work instead I, I just need a table So I can technically bring my work somewhere else. If you crochet or you are working with a different media, you also can bring your stuff. If you're in a position where you can't bring your work with you, then you can always grab a pen and paper and plan out your stuff elsewhere. Just try to step away from your current or daily regular workspace and maybe try working somewhere else, your bedroom or whatever. Maybe sometimes you discover that, you know, you, maybe you just needed rest, as we mentioned before. So that's something that you guys can do. Just walk away from your current setup.
0: Yeah. Something that I hadn't added to the list, but I'm now thinking of, is to turn off the noise. So when I am working, I always have noise on in the background whether it's YouTube videos, whether it's music, whether it's a TV show, there is always some sort of noise in the background, because I find that sometimes I get restless if it's too quiet, but actually sometimes all that noise can be overstimulating and start to overwhelm you if you're struggling to focus on your day-to-day stuff anyway. So just pause, whatever it is, even if it's like 10 minutes, you would be surprised how much that can do to kind of give your brain a break. So yeah. for example, earlier today, I was looking at my wedding to-do list and it's all fun and games because I've realized how much there is to do now. <laughs> but I turned off all the noise in the background and actually sat down and focused on it. And I was so much more productive at actually thinking about what I needed to do because I was less kind of stimuli going on in the background
1: yeah definitely try something new that doesn't require any thought so
0: something that is kind of noise but low distraction noises lo-fi and if you're interested in some easy to listen to music while you're working um i've created a playlist on my youtube channel called um like music to listen music to create calligraphy to or so- something along those lines basically it's just this playlist of easy to listen to lo-fi tracks that you could listen to um if you want something on in the background but that isn't too intense to listen
1: to okay that's good to know uh Gemma will probably add a link in the description of this podcast
0: oh yeah that's a good idea
1: <laughs> wait it was on what does this not know what you were gonna do
0: no, I didn't think about it. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I, okay, well, yep, yeah, Jemmy's going to do that. She's going to probably link that in her thing and hopefully she might also mention it um, elsewhere if she remembers to. This is my reminder for her to mention it because I didn't know that and that would be really good information and I think everyone would benefit from doing that. So our last point for this episode is struggling to focus Meaning. You could be not aligned with your business and this is something that I've been feeling personally for the last six months for a quick summary basically I'm no longer interested in just following the public demand and it's not a bad public demand it's not like someone's like bombarding me in my messages but it's more like just trends that I've noticed which is if I don't create new products then people aren't really interested in the rest of my stuff but I don't really want to exhaust myself to constantly create new sticker designs and stuff like that. I've always wanted to work on animation, but I've always been like, that's a one day project I guess and I'll just never get to it and I'll just continue struggling with keeping up with making new stickers and now I'm kind of over it. So I'm going to work on my YouTube channel, not really work on the YouTube channel, but I just, I work on animation and post it on my YouTube channel. I've never particularly liked Instagram. It felt more like a business slash social obligation to have one. And I'm not saying I'm going to give up on it, but I'm just going, and I've always said I'm going to post what I want to post, but then, you know, I end up just not posting at all then. And that's when I realized maybe I'm just not interested in what I'm even posting. So now I'm going to focus on posting my work in progress and my animations. So that's when I realized that I kind of lost focus of my own business entirely.
0: Yeah, because if you sit down and you struggle to focus, every now and again, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> but if you're finding that regularly, you just really are struggling to find the motivation or the willpower to do things on your to-do list, like Candace said, they may just not be aligned. So ironically, me and Candice have both tried to work on YouTube channels before and thought that would be our thing. And then we realized that we both hate being on camera.
1: I hate it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so we don't like being on camera. So starting and really focusing on a YouTube channel isn't the best fit for us. It can be something we can do that might go alongside other parts of our business, but would be highly unlikely that that is our thing and is aligned with us fully. Yeah
1: I've realized that I really don't like being in front of the camera though Will has bought me my new phone just so I can use it as a camera. I think what I'm gonna do is only post my work in progress and finish my projects then I'll post that. I'll just take my time with it. I think for someone in my position I am lucky enough that I can take things slow, so I think I'm going to really just take advantage of that rather than feeling, you know, as if I'm, you know, I can't take it slow. I know my limit now in terms of physical and mental capacity. I'm going to have to play within it or else I'm going to burn out and then lose focus, then feel not aligned and then be completely unregulated mentally which is too exhausting for me to cycle through constantly. So this comes to the end of our episode. To summarize, we talked about what you can do if you're losing focus. So the points were you can journal, you can clean your physical and digital space. You can do things like planning because those can be done anytime. Admin, which means Figuring out your finance, not figuring out, but reviewing your finances, seeing what you can update on your website and do security checks. You can also work on a one day project. So these are assignments or projects that you thought that you will eventually do. Not days that, not projects that you can finish in one day, because that's just impossible. You can rest. You should rest. You can create art. Anything that is low energy would be really good for you you can do a fun business activity. So something that you really enjoy doing in your business. Now, if you can't figure out what that is, that may be a signal for you that you may not be aligned within your business. If all comes to fail, try to step away from your desk and focus on something else or work outside of your regular workspace. Keep in mind, All of these suggestions we hope you guys understand that you can do this any point in time it doesn't necessarily have to be on a scheduled basis you don't have to be like oh i'm only gonna work on my journal at 8 p.m every single day or i'm only gonna do this on monday or once a month these are things that we want and hope that you can do at any point in time any day anywhere so this is what we have for you guys and we will see you guys in two weeks thank you Bye. bye Thank you.